Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. What's going on, guys? We're back. Another episode of Top Tier Tactics. Natter alongside Bud. Introduce yourself, please. It's me. The one, the only, the great. Now, we've had a couple of drafts under our belt. We've drafted a little bit early, do you think? It is I love it. This is where you change from men to boys with drafting. Okay? Go from, we go down from yeah, men to boys. You do. If you don't draft now. Okay. Does that make sense? I mean, kind of. Not really. Not really, but, but we're right. gonna, we're going to go with it okay. anyways. Because injuries happen. And the last two weeks of preseason, it's when you get most starters in. Right? Week three is usually when you get most starters in. Yeah. So and next week, week there's going to be injuries. There's going to be injuries, and every single time your number one draft pick touches the ball, your butt's going to be clenching real tight. Love it. This is this is why we draft early. I'm not ready for it. I'm already stressing out over that. So, why don't we do a little game? Okay. Pick two people that will get hurt in this <laughs> in the third three, third preseason game. Third, just before the season starts. Okay. Two people. That's two it. Two. All right. Uh, Keenan Allen. I feel like that's an easy one. He's already hurt. Yeah. Go. Okay. So people that we we're think talking about healthy. season ending. Season it's ending. Over. Your your season is over. Okay. That's it. David Johnson. Oh wow. Okay. That's a spicy one, huh? That's that's it's a little hot. All right, David Johnson. Um, this one's gonna be fun. You're gonna hate it. Oh, well, it's gonna hurt me too because I drafted hurt. him. It's, it's Josh Jacobs. Josh one. Jacobs. Oh, <laughs> that hurts. That hurts so bad. Yeah. <sighs> I drafted him too, so it, it hurt me a little bit to say that. So I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna add to this spice. I know you're going to do. And uh, Dalvin Cook. Ooh. And I think we know why. Yeah, he does have injury history. He has That's injury history, and one of my buddies drafted him, and he's like the injury plague. Yeah. Whoever he touches gets injured. Whoever he touches just gets injured. It was the Lev Bell. And it's just... It's just and David Johnson. It, it's not good when it happens. And then I'm going to do it to him again. Oh, <laughs> just, poor guy. I'm sorry. I have to, it's it's Aaron Jones. Oh. It hurts? Yes, it does. But honestly, it feels so right. It does. And it's not you know, I didn't want to do it, but like look at the Dalvin Cook history. Okay? He does, he, he has he, history. He has history getting hurt. And then you got to look at your history. I mean, his history, the person that we're talking about, it hasn't been good. It hasn't been good. It hasn't been good. Didn't he have Lev Bell when he tore his ACL? I don't know. I he don't had, He had David Johnson when he broke his wrist. Yeah. And then he took Lev Bell again when he held out the whole year. That's basically an injury. Yeah. So, I mean, I you know what? I hope you have no injuries this year, but... Something's going to happen. Something's going happen. Something. <laughs> Something's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, poor guy. What a great start. I know. So have you, we've had a couple of drafts under our belt. Is there any mistakes that you've noticed people making? 
a lot of people are getting quarterbacks like early, really early. Pretty is early. that like a complete mistake? Where you're... well, I this is this is the what I'm talking about. Baker Mayfield, they're drafting Baker in the sixth. That's to me. That's really early. It's really early. To now, me, what if you had OBJ? Early. I mean, yeah, I guess, but I still wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. It means you're waste. You got two picks within six rounds that you're quarterback and wide receiver. I just i I don't see it. You don't see it. Hmm. What about you? Uh, I am seeing people underestimate wide receivers a little bit. People are, I think, reaching now for running backs. People are a little bit desperate, and they're letting good wide receivers drop. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you need to zig when everyone zags. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll do that in drafts. Last draft I did, I don't think I took a running back until... Fifth round? Almost. Fourth round. Almost. Fourth round, I yeah, think. Yeah, the fourth round, I believe you took So, I think I went two wide receivers and a, a tight, tight end. end. Um, I did that last year. You just have to kind of stockpile running backs after that, you know? And hoping one hits. I hope a couple hit. Um, if you do, championship. Cool. Yeah, you basically. Know? Stud receiver. Because it's hard to hit on receivers, in my opinion. Receivers are a little bit more inconsistent than running backs because you're hoping for 100 yards receiving and a touchdown. Unless you have a top tier. Unless you have a top tier. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, even Julio Jones struggles to get in the end zone. So we we had a buddy that, um, in my opinion, drafts pretty well uh, at the draft. Drafted three wide receivers in the first round. First, second, third round, obviously. Yes. And I did that the year before. uh, And it worked out okay. But he drafted Derrick Henry in the fifth, I think. Fourth. The fourth. And he didn't feel good about it. Which is understandable. Which is understandable. I, I totally agree. But I understand the aspect of what he's trying to do. He's trying to win a championship. Mm-hmm. And you get three wide receivers that are studs, all wide receiver ones. Devontae, uh, Devontae Adams, Adams. Beckham. And Brown. I mean, those are wide receiver ones. They're those studs. Studs. He also has Kittle. And Mahomes. So, I mean, his team is studded. Very good team. Uh, but the running back situation is what concerns you the most when you do that. Derek Henry, Lactavius Murray, and right now Austin Eckler are his starting RBs. So, I mean, if he hits, say Austin Eckler's huge because Gordon's gone, that's championship. But Gordon's been gone at the end of last year, and Eckler wasn't even hitting that well. Well, I think it's going to be a 50-50 split. Correct. With Eckler and Justin Jackson. But there's so many different strategies you can do. And I think everyone's going running back so heavily mm-hmm. that you can do that strategy. But just know the last, after round seven, you're probably going running back the rest of the way, almost. You have to just kind of I think hope you're just one hits. trying to get Penny. Maybe Carson gets hurt. Ronald Jones. Maybe Peyton Barber fades Brita. out. Brita. I mean, that's Christian kind of Thompson, Darwin Thompson. Is that what you just said? Sorry, Darwin Thompson, not Chris Thompson. Oh, I was about to say Darwin Thompson. Yes, yes. And this person took Darwin Thompson from me, and that made me very sad. He did. He also but, took Geis, Miles Sanders. Yeah, I mean, I I can see why he took Geis. It just at at some point you're gonna have to go after those guys. Um, Adrian Peterson is a guy I would look at if it's a standard league. Of course. Ninth round. Um, but there's a lot of ways you can try to win the league. Uh, but right now, I think it's more of a zig than a zag. 
Yeah, especially if people are doing that. People are reaching, taking Chris Carson in the second round. That's what I've seen. Fournette in the first. I mean, that I see the reach. upside with the Fournette situation. But That's a surprising one. Yeah, I mean. I've seen a Travis Kelsey in the first. I've, I've seen people do that. Travis Kelsey in the second is pretty common. Yeah, that would I be think. common. Kelsey so. in the first, though. That's a, that's a big balls play right there. I like it. But, yeah. I mean, anything else you want to add? Let's get into it. AFC East. Patriots. Oh. Super Bowl champs. Ugh. Yeah. Hometown. Brady. Hometown. San Mateo over here. Yep. So, let's talk about Tom Brady. Quarterback 14 last year. Surprising, actually. It is. 31 touchdowns. He actually had two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, well, he's the king of one-yard line, just kind of <laughs> dumping and then kind of like putting your hand out there and then hoping across the line. Hey, it works. Love it. Uh, current ADP is round 11, pick 11. Surprising. Usually he gets drafted a little early. I think people are kind of scared right now. Yeah, I mean, I just, there's not, I don't know. Hard. I'm not drafting him. Yeah, he's hard. To I, I justify. Yeah, I wouldn't draft him. Yeah. I just don't see a lot of upside for that pick, and there's so many other viable options in that round. I, you could wait another round, take Josh Allen. Yeah. We'll it, talk about later. Yeah, I mean, there's no running aspect for Brady, and he's getting older. At some point, he's going to be old and crippled. <laughs> You would think at some some point point. we can wait 20 more years. We could. Good Lord. But there's going to be a year where he's not doing well. And probably kissing his son on the lips. It's probably got that youth. Is that sucking the youth youth out of it? You like that? (laughs) Oh God. Um, So yeah, I'm, it's not a viable option for me. No, I'd go elsewhere. Maybe a streamer. Against just a horrendous yeah. defense. Yeah. But drafting him, nah. Sorry, I'm good. Did you want to keep talking about Brady or you want to go into Sonny Michelle? Let's go to Sonny Michelle. All right. So let's see. I believe he had a cleanup surgery on his knee. The same knee that he's been having issues since Georgia. Do you think he'll last longer than Gurley? To be honest, no. Really? I'm I'm concerned about him. You think it's a girly type situation where it's being downplayed? Well, nobody's really talking about his ankle. His knee? You his mean? knee, sorry. I mean, from what we've seen in the offseason, they drafted Damian Harris in the third round. Basically the same as the Rams drafting Henderson in the third. So there's concern. It has to be a concern. at that. If there's concern with the Rams, then you have to imply it with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And... Damian Harris looked good in his preseason. Yes. So my concern is they are very concerned about that injury for his knee. And if they are, does Damian Harris move into that spot at some point? Um, I don't see it this year unless there's an injury. Correct. I think we know what this backfield is. And it's surprising to say because it's the Patriots. And they're all over the place usually. Typically. But so Sony Michelle, yeah. I think, is going to be the guy. And then yes. pass catching back is going to be James White. Yes. It, I think that's pretty straightforward it, at this point. Yeah, exactly. And now uh, reports is Damian Harris is taking absolutely no first team reps. Oh, okay. I've heard that report. 
So if that is true, but of course, you know, reports are pretty all over the place as of right now. Yeah. Rex Burkhead may have a bigger impact than Damien Harris. Yeah. Yeah. There's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good news for Sony Michelle honors. Hopefully. As I long mean, as right now Sony Michelle's healthy, then I think he will be the clear cut number one there. Yeah. I mean, it was just cleanup procedure, just like DK Metcalf is getting. Um, so his current ADP is round five, pick four. Do you feel comfortable with that? Yes. I feel comfortable with Sony Michelle there. My only concern is I know last year he missed four games with a knee injury. Mm-hmm. His first yes. year had a knee injury already. Um, but he was an RB one or two, 38% of the time last year. That's a solid. I would like definitely at least a 50% in the, in the fifth round expecting that. I think if he was around the 50% mark, then he would be a third to second rounder. Lindsay is, is almost in that fifth round position. Mm-hmm. Do you feel more comfortable with Lindsay or because the Patriots will be winning more, meaning they're going to have to run the clock out, run the ball a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think I would rather have Sony, but they are a toss up. I think Lindsay is in a better situation, but Sony Michelle's on a better team. Yeah. And I can't believe that they have one of the easiest schedules. They always have. It's, the, one of it, the it amazes. Schedules. I don't me. really know how. So, well, have you seen their division? It's such I a mean, weak division. I, I was looking through the, the list of who else we're going to be talking about, and I'm a little unpleased. It's surprising. Is it really surprising that the Patriots won the division again? <sighs> no. <laughs> um. So he had the second easy, or he has the second easiest overall strength of schedule for RBs. And that's so year, helpful. Which is which is huge when you already have a good O lineman. Which they're going to be ahead in games. They're going to be running the ball in games. Um, yeah, and their offense is going to be... You have Tom Brady. You got Belichick. Gordon's coming back, maybe. We'll talk about that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's upside for sure. Uh, hopefully, he stays healthy. I Four, think he will. Yeah, 4.5 yards per rush, 7 yards per reception. So, I mean, the stats are there. About 10 fantasy points, points per game. On average, it's so a, for the fifth round, I feel like that's very solid. Feel comfortable with that? Yeah, yeah. You like to see that because he'll most likely be in your flex. And if you can get ten points average on your flex, then you know uh, your team is looking pretty good. You feel comfortable with him in the RB two spot though? I let's see. We'll say if if you're drafting him in the fifth round and he's your RB two, that means you probably either took a tight end in the beginning, which so you have an elite tight end. Or you have stacked wide receivers. If you have stacked wide receivers, then yeah, I would feel comfortable with him in the RP2. I mean, if you you have a two wide receiver league and a two running back league, I mean, you could go 2-2 two, two and then, or 2, one tight end, a running back, and then get him as your RB2. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad at all. No, not at all. Um, anything else to add with Sony or uh, you want to go into James? James White is cool. I mean, he's gonna he's the PPR stud on that team. Yeah. He just always will be the PPR stud. RB7 for PPR yeah. last year. That's really high. That's pretty good. Especially if you're not even the starting RB. Played all 16 games. He stays healthy. He doesn't take big hits. Yeah. And he, he's he's the, one of those check down kings. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, at the end when Sony Michelle was hurt, they didn't even run the ball. They just checked it down to him, and they always get four or five yards. Beat weekly projections 11 out of 16 games. Highest rate of any RB. He was uh, he was definitely one of the steals of the waiver wire for most people. The funny thing is he has zero games of 100-yard rushing or receiving last year. Yeah, that's why he's a PPR king, Yeah, which is one of my gripes against PPR. I mean, he has almost eight targets per game, so he's like a wide receiver. Basically. Which is hilarious. Um, yeah. And Brady trusts him. And if Brady trusts you, you're going to get the ball. Yes. So the value with him, he's in the sixth round, though. Sony, basically Sony Michelle round. About, yeah. Almost that same spot. Now, if it's standard... We're talking about standard. Yeah, That's the draft. Yeah, if it's standard, yeah. we're going Sony. Yeah. Half PPR to PPR, we're going Michelle. Well, white goes up around if it's in PPR. Yeah. Because normally when we do check ADPs, we're talking about standard. Standard, everyone correct. Didn't know. Um, but in full point PPR, he's fifth round, mm-hmm. second pick. Um, do you feel comfortable with that? Yeah. I mean... I think you just have to... Fifth round, sense. you are definitely lacking talent in the RB position. And we can get somebody that you know is going to get points and consistent mm-hmm. catches. Kind of just go for it. And you don't complain either because you know you're going to get points. Yeah, I agree. You want to go to the wide receivers? Let's do it. Let's do it. Edelman, a solid PPR, solid standard. He's just a solid receiver in general. Yeah. Do you I consider mean, him elite? He's an elite PPR. Elite PPR? That's that's my opinion on it. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could go there. A high-end tier two to tier one receiver, but definitely a PPR stud. Yeah, in PPR, he's going to be a monster for you. Yeah, with the lacking talent around him, also in the wide receiver position, he's going to eat up targets. Yeah. No it's more Amendola. Wide, yeah. <laughs> no more Amendola. We'll see if Josh Gordon's back. Um, but... He is an absolute monster, and he always will be with PPR. As long as he's not taking performance-enhancing drugs again. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> yes, I agree with that My, statement. Not bad, huh? I like that. I, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Um, but he's going to be at least a wide receiver two for you, mainly a wide receiver one for you when you're in PPR. Yeah, so, uh, you're expecting high, high upside, high points in a PPR league. He's he's guaranteed basically seventy yards, seven catches. Yeah, at least he gets targeted on average, almost nine targets a game. And they're usually not even deep routes; they're usually intermediate to short routes. He's especially with Gronk being gone. He's going to be. Brady's going to be so comfortable with Edelman. I think we all know that. That's going to be his safety blanket with James White. So his targets could even increase. Which is likely. Which would be crazy. How many targets does he average a game? It has to be over the 100. A uh, season? A season, sorry. It's about nine targets a, a game. A game. Times 16. I don't know. I'll it's like 120. Damn, 120 basically. Is it one? Are you sure about 120? Well, you know, I'm not a mathematician, but you know, let's go nine times 16 on my phone, nine <laughs> times 16, and you get 144. Okay. Okay, there you go. That makes sense. So he's going to be, he played 12 games last year, and he was 
wide receiver one or two 83% of the time. That's a solid number right there. Especially, what's his ADP right now? Fourth round? His ADP is... I think it's fourth round. Let me, I'll double check. But, yes. I mean, in an AD, in a PPR league, he's going to be there for you, and it's going to be awesome. Easy pick him. So that's, that's an easy pick. You're happy with it. Beginning Ooh. of fourth round. Yeah, that's an easy take. What's not easy is Josh Gordon. That's a good point. So what are we doing with Gordon? He's interesting because you're just not sure what you want to do with him. He, he It's juicy to look at him and go, Oh, he's going to be a stud in Brady's offense. So if he played 16 games last year, it would have been 1,300 yards with nine touchdowns. That's wide receiver one numbers. I mean, his upside is massive. Massive upside, especially at his ADP right now. Round six, or round nine, sorry. Round nine? Round nine. I don't know if ADP's adjusted properly. No. It it might even go higher. It will go higher the closer we get to season, especially if he plays a preseason game. I just drafted Gordon and I got him in the twelfth, which is is great value. In it's my great opinion. value because if you have to dump him, you're not losing anything. You lost basically three rounds capital. That's nothing. No, not at all. And as long as he plays a couple games decently, you got your value out of it. His floor is so low, though. His floor is very low. He might not we, even play. He might not even play. He might not play. <laughs> if he does play. That would be huge, especially Gronk being gone. Mm-hmm. Yes, he'd basically take a spot as the tight end. Not exactly the tight end, but he'll probably be doing a lot of what the tight end does. Now, my little tidbit for you is that Tom Brady averages more yards per attempt targeting Josh Gordon than any player during his career. That's more than Moss and Gronk. That's ridiculous. So it's not like it's just a reach and a flyer to go for Josh Gordon right now because they gelled. So do you take that risk? Ninth round. Ninth round, I could justify it. Okay, so let's see. Matt Breed is going in the ninth round. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have Breed or Josh Gordon? I like Breida. You like Breida? But... It depends on my roster construction, I think. Mm-hmm. If 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 I have two wide receivers, because this is what I did in my last draft. It was full PPR, mm-hmm. only two wide receivers in that league. I had Juju Smith-Schuster and Ju- uh, Julian Edelman, and I went running backs after that. After that, I went full running backs, and then late, late, round 12, I got Josh Gordon as a guy as depth pretty much yeah pretty much a depth and a wait and see player and hopefully he'll be a stud but in the 12th round you're you're getting him for free pretty much basically it's almost nothing at that but point. i would have to say i would probably go with brita just off the top of my head because i know brita is actually gonna play yeah you know there's there's risk involved with brita but not as much as gordon I think, at least. Yeah, I think uh, Breed is definitely the safer pick, but I mean, if you need a wide receiver, I think the green light is there to take him. Yeah, no, there definitely, because if you draft really well and you have Gordon and he actually shows up and he plays sixteen games, you know, wide receiver two, wide receiver one, possibilities. 
There's not a lot of people in round 12 that have that upside. No. Right? What about Neil Harry? Does he just get ignored now? Yeah. In my opinion, yes. I think you forgot. They have Demarius Thomas as well. They do. Philip Dorsett. So we'll see if he makes the team. Uh, Dontrell Inman asked to be released. That happened this week. Yes, it did. So you got Edelman. You got Gordon, maybe. You got Nikhil Harry. You got Demarius Thomas. I don't think Nikhil Harry is going to be anything relevant this year. Dynasty long-term, yeah, sure. But he's not my first overall pick in Dynasty. I think you go for one of those three RBs in Dynasty draft at least. Yeah, I think so. Because you, you know what you're going to get for them. You're going to get production immediately. Mm-hmm. Might not be some crazy amount of production, but it's going to be more than Nikhil Harry in my opinion. I think Nikhil Harry will be a little bit more surprising than people are giving him credit. I just don't know it'll be fantasy relevant surprising. Yeah, I don't think it will be fantasy relevant, but we'll have to wait and see and see if Gordon comes back. If he doesn't come back, Nikhil Harry can be some sort of, it, it will help him for sure. There will be a a boom there. Not a huge boom, but business will be booming a little business bit. Business will be booming. Just a little bit. Um, you want to talk about Goskowski? Huh. Your One kicker? of the most consistent kickers in the NFL. I heard kickers are useless, though. That's what an idiot who doesn't win leaks would tell you. <laughs> I'm just saying, J- Justin Tucker has high, has one of the highest win rates when it comes to championships. And he doesn't just have that for no reason. When you're putting up 15 points, putting up 15 points. Yeah, Goskowski, he can make it all. he go for the 50, the 40, the 30, the 20, and the 10. I hope the 10 at least. He misses at the 10, I heard. <sighs> I heard we should just kick kickers out, though. I'd rather kick defense before I kick kickers. Why don't we just kick both of them out? Well, because special teams wins championships do you, and so do does you wanna, defenses. Do you want to fight me right now? Because yes. it looks like you want to fight me. Yeah, that bit. angered me just a little bit. I, I represent the kickers out there that just don't get the respect that they deserve. Because championships and one end loss because of the kickers. Brady has a dynasty through kickers. <laughs> We're going to go to the next topic. <laughs> uh, New York Jets. The New York Jets. G-E-T-S. Did you just say G-E-T-S? I said J, right? You said G. Well, I meant J. Good Lord, baby <laughs> Jesus. If you can't spell Jets, I don't even... Should we stop the pod? Like, this is ridiculous. I'm sorry, guys. Can you spell Jets the proper way All for right, everyone? I'll do it again. So now it. you know. J-E-T-S. How's that? Jets, Jets, Jets. Butt fumble, butt fumble, butt fumble. <laughs> butt fumble is gone. And that's why I'm not interested and in this And now team. they have Sam Darnold, another USC quarterback. Will nice. he be Will he be another butt fumble is the real question. You know, if he doesn't, then he's just a bust. He can win like four Super Bowls in like three years. But if he doesn't buff on both, then well, what do you get out of it? Nothing. Exactly. Obviously. They should do like a preseason game where they just kind of reenact it once. Good Lord. That'd be kind of fun. So are you looking at Darnold at any spot? No, I think, you know, there's just not enough there for you to convincingly pick him up. I mean, yeah, they got Love Bell. You got Robbie Anderson. Other than that, there's not much there for you. The offensive line isn't that great. And he, 
he hasn't even shown that he could be great. He has shown a lot of potential. Yeah. But I'd like to see another step before you put him into fantasy relevance. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, 14th round is his ADP, but no one's going to be drafting him. I mean, nah. you can get Josh Allen in that same spot and yeah. you have some running upside. You know, Lamar Jackson's in the 11th, I think. Yeah. So, I mean. I just don't see it. I don't see it at all. Roethlisberger's not even being drafted in some leagues. That's insane. So, I mean, you're not touching Darnold. But someone you are touching is probably Lev Bell. I'm not touching Lev Bell. What pick? Would you uh, not touch his ADP's one seven, so he's getting seventh pick, so first before, round, seventh pick before De- after David Johnson, and before Keenan. I mean, not Keenan Allen. Sorry, Devonte Adams. Uh, kind of before Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Yeah. So you you mark him worse than David Johnson, better than Joe Mixon. Better than James Conner. I just that? don't feel comfortable with him. I don't feel comfortable with David Johnson either. Yes. Yeah, so would you rather have Lev Bell or David Johnson at this point after seeing preseason week two? I think David Johnson, just because I know how many plays they're going to be on, and he's going to be on the field all the time for pass catching opportunities as well. I would think I'm going with David Johnson. It's mm-hmm. close. Um, no, cause no. they're not using Lev Bell mm-hmm. in the preseason. So I'm hoping that's a good sign. I hope they're going to run him into the ground. Um, but it is Adam Gase, which scares the shit out of me. Cause you don't know what's going to, you happen. don't know what the hell's going to happen over there. And to pick someone, you really don't know what's going to happen in the seventh overall pick can kind of scare the shit out of you. Yeah, I could definitely agree. New offense, new system. He hasn't played in over a year. The offensive line is not very good. It's not as good as the Steelers. Not so. even close. So when you have a patient back that waits as long as he does, he might just get tackled in the backfield instead of having a hole to run through. So that being said, he's a little risky. And I, w- I would have kind of liked to see him play game three with the first team offense just to see what it looks like. Yeah, just to see but like it, some type of potential. It doesn't look like we're getting any of that. No, I don't think so at all. So for me, honestly, it drops him down a little bit. I do pick him a little bit before Mixon. What about James Conner? I pick James Conner before him. James Conner? Better offensive line. I think better offense in general. Todd Gurley? And we know what we're getting, James Conner. I feel more comfortable with Gurley, to be honest. Really? Yeah, it's close. It, it's just know. if you're off for a year, okay, you're just like you were off for a year for an injury. Yes. When you come back, everything is faster than what it was before. So the game doesn't slow down for you. You're going to be rusty, and when the game isn't slow, slow enough for you, you usually get hurt because mm-hmm. you're not used to game speed. So you're out a year. He already has injuries in the past. He's had a torn ACL. Already. Is he going to get hurt again? There's a good chance. I He's mean, not on our buddies' team, so he probably won't get hurt again. Yeah, that's actually but true. That's that's a good point. There's a big possibility. Yeah, and we just saw Jimmy G, my boy, how rusty he looked good coming out Lord after baby a year. Jesus. 
and that's coming from a Niners fan. Yes, yeah, so it was. It did not look pretty. If it's any indication, then we'll we might be in a rough time. Kind of surprised that they're not letting him get some sort of work in at preseason. Uh, he's had, I think, what two, three drives. I think that's all they needed before they just ruined his absolute confidence. I mean, he's also going against Chubb and Von Miller. I mean, it's not like he went into like a nice. Easy I was talking practice. about Lev Bell. Oh, Lev Bell. Sorry. That's what I was talking oh, about. Oh, really? I thought you were sorry. just being mean. I was not being mean. I thought you were just I being was, mean. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm but so I'm so used to it at this point. <laughs> Lev Bell. I mean, you, it could be the same thing. He's had a rough night. Yeah, I've had a rough he's night. He's had a rough night. I watched like nothing good happen to the Niners in the past hour. It was pretty sad. Yeah, I'm a um, little sad. I feel your pain. Thank you. Um, so you back to Love Bell. Let's go back to Love Bell, please. <laughs> I'm surprised that they're not going to use him. Like I said earlier, they're going to use him in the preseason at all, just to see and get him used to it. I know he's, they're he's using. Get hit. I know they're using training camp, and they're going to hit him a little bit here and there. But there's a difference from game speed, in my opinion. Yeah, there'd be a difference. Um, but top tier RB. I you're, guess you're still going to draft him. Number I mean, one. Yeah. You're going to first no, round first round. Most likely. Yeah. Um, I just don't feel as safe as some other guys that are available there. Um, I could agree, but a good thing is he has almost nobody to back him up. Nobody that's going to take his job at least. I mean, like, Gay said Ty Montgomery's looking good. Wow. That means so much to me. It might. Cause you have no idea what Adam Gase is going to goddamn do. That's true. Adam Gase didn't even want Lev Bell. That, that's also true. So, do we really know what's going to happen on that offense? No. Not really. We'll they didn't want to play Devontae Parker last year, and then they had so many injuries at wide receivers, they put him in, and what did he do? 100 yards and a touchdown. That's really insane that he didn't play. Barely played him. So, do we know what Gase is going to do? Not really. Um... We can move on. Robbie Anderson. My boy. Your boy. My boy. Get into it. Yeah, this receiving core is not too talented other than Robbie Anderson. Him being the absolute stud he is. He's probably one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. I mean, he's got a great, great speed, great cutness. He cuts. Wait. Quay, yeah, you like that? Yeah. I love it. I like that. You got so excited. I know. Just <laughs> forgot how to talk. It just slurred. Uh, or was it that long of a day? Uh, I don't know. Could be both. The Niners did that to you? They did that. That's that not a good sign. I was so excited to watch them, and now I was devastated. Anyway, he's quick, he can cut, and he has the route tree to be an elite receiver. He probably is an elite receiver. But he's just extremely underrated. His his route tree was limited. Let's be honest here. He, he loved. He was one of the top tier guys running a streak. Yes, or a nine. He route. beat everybody on everyone. That. But the good news is, like you were saying, Adam Gase was very happy with him and wanted him to do some more route running and spread his route tree out a little bit. So Anderson showed a little bit about that. In the preseason, and it looks like they're going to use him a lot. Which they should. When they have a talent as good as him, they should be trying to inch. They should be squeezing every ounce of it out of him. So success rate by route for Anderson is actually a corner route, 90%. Not bad. Comeback, 81%. Yeah, when you get when you're beating everybody on the streak, you just got to respect it. Flat speed. is 90%. So 
I mean, he is a guy who's a burner. And we saw that at the end of the year last year. Yeah. He, they realized, just get the ball in his hands. Now, he does have a little bit more competition. He doesn't exactly have Jermaine Kerr's competition. God, that was terrible. But, you know, Jamison Crowder, great receiver. Quincy Inunua, I think, is a little bit overrated and overhyped compared to everybody. I mean, Jamison Crowder is going to be that slot guy, right? Yes. So, I mean, he's not going to take any position of Robbie Anderson. I think Anderson's going to be that number one. Yeah, I think it's clear cut. He's number one. But, you know, if somebody's taking your targets, that's taking away your potential points. Yeah, definitely. Other than that, I mean, this team's a lot better than it was last year. And I'm expecting a jump. Not Maybe not a contest the Patriots jump, but they, they should be a lot more talented than they were last year. Yeah. I mean, Robbie Anderson is in the sixth round. Ninth pick. Do you feel comfortable with that? Yeah, I mean, I could I could feel decently comfortable with that. I mean, I know you would be all about it. I'm all about that pick right there. Sixth round, ninth pick, that's basically the seventh. I yeah. think that's a steal. Yeah, so I mean, who else is in that range? Let's see, Sammy Watkins probably, Will Fuller. Allen Robinson, Christian Kirk. Mm. Uh, I like Christian Kirk. I don't. Th- I like um, I would Anderson probably. More. I would probably do Christian Kirk. Over Anderson? It, yes. It would be very close, but I'm more of a Christian Kirk guy. Even I, after the preseason, what we saw what yeah. that offense can be look like. Yes. Which it could be a dumpster fire. It could yes, be an I absolute know. dumpster fire. Yes. He was literally, Carla Murray was saying hike, and then he was scrambling because of the offensive <laughs> line. Well, he's also overthrowing everyone, and they look kind of lost. But yes, I would like Christian Kirk a little bit more. Um, there's Allen Robinson in that same range. Mm. Uh, Alshon is in that same range. Yeah, I literally think, a pick after. I think Alshon would be the only receiver I take before him. Okay, okay, I could see that. Are you interested in Herndon, the tight end? Yeah, no. I mean he got suspended for four games. I, I don't, I don't no. see any relevance. In no, it. I'm good on that. I will look elsewhere in that already depleted position. Anybody else you want to talk about? Uh, let's see. Nope. That we covered it all. Dope. Nice. Yeah, this is uh, not the greatest division. Division. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how the Patriots keep winning it. That's crazy. I know. There's studs everywhere. They got Liv Bell. What more do you want? So you want to talk about the Dolphins? Let's go with the Bills. Let's do I'm it. feeling the Bills. Let's do it. You can start it off. So this guy right here, he's going to win you leagues. He posted the last five weeks of the season, posting up 26 points, 28, 18, 19, and 40. Let me guess, Josh Allen. Your boy Josh Allen right here. He might he might not be the best thrower, but he's a great runner. I think he's better than Lamar Jackson at running, and I think he's better than Lamar Jackson at throwing. And you're getting him at a huge discount. Huge discount, and he has a better offense. Like He's got Shady, he's got... Gore, he's got Devin Singletary. You're getting three rounds less than Lamar Jackson, and he's got a better receiving core. Let's face it, John Brown. Who else they have? Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley now. Robert Foster. Robert Foster went off with him. Zay Jones. Zay Jones exactly. So I mean, he has more weapons. 
and he has a cannon for an arm. He's going to throw the ball deep. He's going to sling it. His issue is accuracy. Yes. That is an obvious issue, but he will have big games for you. And he's a great guy to think about later in drafts. Yes. Or undrafted. Some leagues he's not being drafted. I took him in the 14th round. Do not regret it one bit. I think that was a steal. I picked him up later in the year, and I started him, I think, seven or eight weeks, and I was very happy. So upside with him is huge. And he has a high floor because he can run the ball so well. I don't see a downside to him. Basically, himself is his own downside of maybe he just throws five picks a game. But then again, he's not Nathan Peterman. (laughs) He's not Peterman. He's not Peterman. He's on the Raiders now. He might be the best QB, by the way. I don't know. Peterman looked better than uh, Jimmy G. Yeah, today. that's actually so, pretty true. So that's just a fact. Hey, may, maybe Peterman turned over a new page. I mean, if you want, if you want Peterman, I can, I can call him and see if he's available. I'll give a first rounder for him. So I mean, here's the issue with Allen: is last year he was forty-one percent quarterback one or six in between there which is high which is good which is pretty good but if he's not he's gonna be a quarterback 25 or lower are you willing to do that i don't know i i really don't because it's 41 percent 50 50 so it's a 50 50 chance 50 he wins you the week or loses you the week yeah. It's basically an Amari Cooper. Cooper was less than that. Cooper was worse than that. Yeah, I think. Cooper was worse than that. <laughs> so, yeah, we can that. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But do we feel, I mean, how comfortable do we feel with that? I would feel more comfortable with that than, okay, would you rather have. Do you want to, do you want to know a fun fact? Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Mahomes was the only higher person in, the, in one through six percentage that's a fun fact right there that's a good 62 percent was mahomes the other mm-hmm. closest person to him in quarterback one through six was drew Brees, 40 percent, and josh allen was 41 percent. that's an interesting set right there it is but the top 12 quarterback percentages are so drastic from him mahomes 81 percent to be a top 12 mm-hmm. allen was 41 percent hmm so the consistency wasn't there. No, not at all. Not even close. So do you want to risk that? His, uh, let's see. For his draft stock, I would not mind risking it. If would you, you feel, start yeah. him week one? Would, would you I, feel comfortable with him week one? Without I, seeing anything? Uh, the first week, yes. I feel confident. Now, if he does very well... Then I'd keep I'd ride it. I'd ride it as long as possible. If not, then you kind of have to switch right away before you kind of get stuck in that. Oh, maybe he'll turn around this game. Maybe it'll turn around this game. So let me give you a little tidbit on quarterback twenty-five or greater percentages here. Okay. Josh Rosen, sixty-four percent. Marcus Mariota, fifty-seven percent. Lamar Jackson was fifty-six percent. Repeat that stat. Quarterback 25 or worse. 
Josh Allen was the sixth or seventh. Hmm. That's not good. That's not great either. I mean, Tyrod Taylor was 50%. He only played for he like only two played games, four games. Oh, okay. Four games. But Lamar Jackson played for 16. And he was 56%. Mm-hmm. So there's a risk, but there's very high upside yeah. for, for him to have another six or seven weeks being a quarterback one through six. He also had a much worse. Josh Allen also had a much worse team when he inherited it. Yeah. I mean, against Green Bay, he put up 1.9 points, Tennessee 9, and then Houston 5. Granted, those are all very good defenses. And then after he, he got injured, he came back. He started with the 26, 28, 19, 18, 40. Yeah. So do you... I I see what you're saying is drafting him late. There's not really anything you pick up someone on waiver wire. Yeah, you're not tied to him. I think it depends on your roster construction too. Yeah, if you are comfortable with your team, as someone like I would be. <laughs> was that a humble brag? Uh, I was just paying the ass. That was just a brag? All yeah. right. Okay, sorry. Watch Jimmy G again. Uh, <laughs> knock you down a th- few pegs. <laughs> he knocked himself down a few pegs. I didn't knock myself down. He almost all. cried. It yeah, like. I think he is probably. He almost right. threw three picks in the preseason game. Because Nick, Nick Mullins threw for a touchdown. Right after the touchdown, they, they kind of shot the camera right at Jimmy G. And he looked like he was about to cry. He might be pretty, but <laughs> Jesus. It didn't look pretty today. It didn't look pretty. Um, but yeah, I, I would I'd risk it. Okay. If, so, if you feel confident about your team roster before the QB, yeah, go for it. So why don't we go on to running back? Running back. This is interesting. So how do you feel about LaShawn McCoy? You're not happy about it. Yeah. You're not happy about taking him. Yeah. But you'll take him. Just late, man. He's ninth round. I'll look I'll look it up. I feel more comfortable with grabbing someone like Devin Singletary late. Even later. I, I think LaShawn McCoy's gonna get cut. I don't think so, because it hasn't he said that he's basically the guy. That's what they all say. That's what they all say. So McCoy's in the ninth round. That's not a bad investment for a potential no, high it's not. end RB. And I see Singletary's actually in the tenth round. So I mean they're close, but I, I do think they're not going to be that great this year, and I think they're going to go young. They have a lot of people in the backfield that they brought in. They have Frank Gore there too. They didn't sign Frank Gore to not give him carries. So who do you think is going to be more relevant? Out of all three of them. Out of all three of them, if you think Frank Gore is going to get carries, they also got TJ Yeldon. I'm not worried about Yeldon. Actually, I am a little worried about Yeldon. He's not that bad himself. No, he's not. I like LaShawn McCoy the most. I think out of all of them, he is the overall most talented back. Then it'd go Frank Gore, Devin Singletary. I think they'll work in Singletary just as much, if not more, than Yeldon. I think Yeldon's just depth, just in case one gets hurt. Because eventually one of these guys is going to get hurt. No way, no way Frank Gordon required going to stay healthy all year. Mm-hmm. I think Singletary's going to be the guy at some point. Yeah, I think at the end of the year he's going to be averaging the most touches. It's but. crazy It's crazy that he's getting drafted almost right next to McCoy. It means people are thinking extremely highly of him. But at the same I mean, time, that could, be a com- that could be a completely waste of a pick. I mean, yeah. right now he's fourth on the depth chart. 
For now, yeah. For now, yeah. Uh, um, is there any wide receivers that we're actually looking at here that would be consistent picks? For me, no. I, I don't see anybody who I Actually, can... PPR, if you're stranded on a bye week, a harsh bye week, you can go Cole Beasley or John Brown. But uh, you're kind of scraping at just whatever you can. I mean, right best now. ball for John Brown would be a really good pick. Yeah. Because deep threat could have a huge game. But mm-hmm. the consistency, there's probably going to be none. Yeah. It's going to be hard to pick out who's going to be Kind of like the Ravens were, I mean, eventually one of them are going to go off and then you chase points, pick them up, start him. He does nothing and then you drop him. And then it's just a rinse and repeat cycle. Yeah. So let's get to the real nitty gritty here. Oh, Hashka, Steven Hashka, your kicker. He's pretty good. You a fan? A fan? Uh, I'd rather have a lot of other kickers over him, <laughs> so I will pass. Sounds good. I told you we should just kick kickers out. No, we should not. That is a lie. We'll just have a vote. Why would you vote on something that is there unimportant? Because kickers are important. Kickers aren't, aren't important. They win everything. Do they? They've won a lot of Super Bowls. They've definitely lost people a lot of Super Bowls. I mean, how many times have the Bears been knocked out of playoffs because a kicker doinked it? The Jets were really bad, too. Yeah. I mean, kickers are insanely important. Sorry. We're going we're gonna to go on this tangent every day. It's going to be a, a rinse and repeat. Um, why don't we go to the Miami Dolphins? Last. The Gase. Squad Gase. Old Gase. Old Gase. Old Gase. Yeah, but you know, it's still Squad Gase. Squad Gase. That's what we call it. I like it. So are you going to get Fitzpatrick or Josh Rosen? So Fitzpatrick is going to go throw. It's gonna, you, you should draft Fitzpatrick because he's going to throw for 40 points in the first game. I think, I think if Fitzpatrick starts, I think there is actually fantasy relevance. Not in Fitzpatrick. But I think you need Devante. to look at Devontae Parker. Exactly. And then if Rosen starts, you need to watch Preston Williams. Because I know, I don't know if you know Preston Williams. No, uh, not personally, no. It's I not know, like we I know him personally. We other. hang out all the time. Oh, really? Do you I FaceTime too? Yeah, I tell him what he does wrong and he fixes it. Obviously, you okay. see the game last time. Yeah. Uh, very talented. Had a lot of issues with the law. But he's very, very talented. Very good. Very talented. So it's a guy to remember in Dynasty, and we'll see how he does this year because his upside's crazy. Um, I think he definitely could be relevant, not this year, but later on. Um, and I do think Devontae Parker's a late-round flyer <coughs> that I would I would do. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Devontae Parker, I would rather have Devontae Parker. Call this a hot take. Let's hear it. Devonte Parker over Josh Gordon. Oh wow, wow! I'm 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 pretty high on Devonte Parker. I know he has all the talent in the world, and we keep saying, "Oh, it's this year, this is year, blah blah blah." But with Fitzpatrick there, he's gonna let it rip. Oh yeah, and I think Gase was definitely holding Parker back. He was holding a lot of people so back. So Parker's a guy to look at and just kind of throw a shot at mm-hmm. and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um. Other than that, I know a lot of people like Albert Wilson, Alan Hearns just got back on, just got on that team. Kenny Stills is there. I don't see anything that's going to be really that relevant for me. It would be Devontae Parker. Yeah, Devontae Parker. Kenny Stills, I'm not too high on. I don't know how I feel about him. Therefore, I will not deal with him. Yeah, I agree. Devontae Parker is the guy on this team I would 
consider taking? They're going to be down a lot of games. They're going to be bad. I'm hoping Fitzpatrick stays and throws the ball a lot, which I think he will. Um, I think someone will be relevant there. There will be one wide receiver relevant. And I think Parker will be that relevance. Exactly. And if he's not, it's going to yeah. be a jumble all over the place. And I think Williams will get a – if they are as bad as everyone thinks they're going to be, Williams will get a shot, in my opinion. I agree there. I think that's a good point. Uh, tight end? Mike Gasecki is <laughs> say it again. Gasecki <laughs> is the third on the depth chart for tight end, and yeah. everyone says he's struggling. He mm. is. If you have him in dynasty, just let it go. Yeah, just let it go. It's it's over. Um, you think Dwayne Allen or Nick O'Leary is relevant? I don't think so. Uh, I am good. Um, we skipped over Kenyon Drake and we Ken- did. Kalen Delage. We're gonna leave them for. The last tidbit right here. So, what's your opinion? What do you got here? Kenyon Drake's hurt right now. Kenyon and Balaj is doing pretty well. He's actually killing it right now. The pre the two preseason games he played, he played well. There's no denying it. And if we first we all insulted Gase for not playing Drake, maybe there was a reason. Maybe. And if Balage plays like how he has been, he's going to be the starter. This seems like it's pretty straightforward. So Balage is going in the eighth round. Which I think is a very good value. Kenny and Drake's going in the seventh. Which he was going in the fifth. He, he went his ADP fifth, dropped. Drops, drops, and drops. The more Balage plays. Does it concern you that their offense is probably going to be horrible? Yeah, but you know, every game you start off running the ball, you get to the goal line, you usually try to pound it in. Yeah. Drake's probably not that guy. And if you're going to be limited on touches, then you might as well have the best back, which as of right now looks like Blodge. Yeah, I mean, he's big, fast, strong, physical, very physical. So I think Kenyon Drake will be some sort of relevance. I don't if know about he's fantasy relevance. I, I think. Pass catching wise, he'll be there. They'll use him, but I, I'm not touching him. I'm not. I'm uh, ignoring him very well. If he drops farther, which he might, he um, probably will. It, it depends on how healthy he gets. But I think Balaj is going to take that spot and keep that spot, unless an injury happens. Right now, Balaj seems like he's got a firm grip on it. And I'm not looking for any of them to be honest just really? for upside reasons but, uh i mean in the eighth or ninth or tenth and i mean yeah you can get a starting running back so if you go for it drafted wide receiver heavy in the beginning and you're unhappy with everything else that's happened just then throwing darts at the board throwing darts blush seems like hey why not he seems like you're gonna get some pretty good value out yeah. of him pretty early yeah true all right anything else let's see i think we covered it all actually it's yeah. actually pretty good. Dope. All right. I think you can get a lot of value at the end of the draft with all these players here. There isn't like some clear cut amazing. There's no players. one you're gonna reach for. Yeah, I but, mean, but they're they're Devontae Parker I think can be relevant. Yeah, I think the from everywhere for Robbie Anderson to you know, Sony Michelle to you know Devontae Parker to Balage. You know, none of these guys are elite high round picks but they're, they're just going to be added on reasons to why you win your league michelle's pretty high fifth round fifth but round? yeah i mean that. i mean 
Dolphins, the only guys you're really looking at is probably Parker, maybe Adrian Wilson. I guess Kenny Stills, but Blage and Drake. Yeah, and then the Bills basically the running back Forte over there and then uh Josh Allen. Forte. Forte, you like that? It, it sounded cool. Alright, we're gonna leave on that note. <laughs> Deuces. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too.